Greetings and welcome back to yet another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila and because I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. It is 10.07 a.m. So what's up y'all? What's up? What's up? Y'all, um... Hmm. Today I want to talk about something. It is marriage related. I want to talk about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. All right. Let's 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 do some observations here. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to say this: when the smackdown happened at the Oscars. From Will to Chris, I was not surprised. Because if you all recall, I told y'all I was reading his book or listening to the audio book. You know, I like the audio book better because hearing it in the person's voice, hearing their um, fluctuation in their voice and their emotions and, and them reading it the way that they meant it is just more groundbreaking to me it just it just it just brings a whole nother you know aspect to it um instead of me putting my own in my own you know what i mean fluctuation and saying things in a certain way i like to hear the actual author read the book i like those books not when it's someone else reading it but when it's a person reading their own words so anyway i read that book months ago right this is the reason why I was not surprised when Will smacked Chris at the Oscars. Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, for those of you, I don't think there's anyone out there that doesn't know about this situation. But if you don't know about this situation, uh, Will Smith, no, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett. Um being on the next uh G.I. Jane and you know because her hair is shaved and whatever whatever um and Will Smith laughed at it at first and so people are like wait what Will was laughing at it first before he went and slapped Chris Rock so why was he laughing he found it hilarious look here first of all if you read his book you know that when he laughs about something that don't mean he thinks it's funny. That doesn't mean that he... That's like a defense mechanism thing that that, that comes in. Like he, he just... Ha, ha, you know, he laughs about stuff. And it's not funny. If you go back and look at uh, the, the, the Red Table Talk with him and Jada, he laughed a few times in there about some, some things that were very serious that Jada was saying that wasn't funny at all. So some some of us we just we just laugh. It's like a nerve thing. It's like we're laughing, but nothing's funny. Um so yeah, you know, maybe ha ha ha, you know, ha, you know, I'm not I, you know what I mean? It's not funny, but I'm laughing. You get what I'm saying? Um so it I didn't look at it the same way other people did because if you read his book prior to it, it was like a cry for help. It was. 
This is what's been going on in my marriage all these years. Um, in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, and that's what I'm saying. He was saying not that this is what's been going on in my marriage, but that's what Will was basically letting us know. This is the real deal. This is the story. This is how I feel. And if you listen to him, it's, it's very sad. I cried several times reading, listening to that book several times. Okay. Because he really taps into, into some things. And Will Smith is just very big on marriage and commitment. Very big on it. Um, Jada never wanted to be married from the beginning. Never wanted to be. Um, never wanted to be married. Uh, she had her idea of you know, her level of commitment. But she didn't want just a, a regular you know, marriage anyway, she started out disrespecting Will Smith and Will Smith had to put her in her place. You know, I don't know what type of relationship her and Tupac had, but it, I, I listening to, you know, the way she describes her relationship with August Alsina with it being like, um, he was, you know, it was a friendship, you know, I decided to friend him and this and that and wanted to help him, you know, and we, we were this and we were that, and it was an entanglement. Just the way that she describes the relationship with her and August Alcina makes me look at the way that she described the relationship with her and Tupac differently. Now, some people say, you know, if you think about it, y'all, um, some some females, you know, they'd be like, that's my brother. That's my brother. And you know that it's just like somebody they either messing with or want to mess with, you know. And so when Jada Pinkett says that, you know, he was like a father to her or a brother to her and their relationship could not be, you know, um, described or put into words i understand now that there was some entanglements going on there that's what i say i might be wrong but based off of what i'm seeing i believe there was definitely more going on between jada and tupac um than what what she's you know saying or putting out there um she's definitely got a strong love for him and she's um, in a way, um, she has immortalized Tupac in her mind. Um, no telling what would have happened if Tupac was still alive, if she would have still had that admiration for him or love or respect for him, because we don't know. And for some reason, when a person dies, we just talk about how great they were. We don't think about their flaws. We don't t get up at a funeral and say, well, he was a, he was a jerk. You know what I mean? And he had his ways and he got on my nerves. And I remember one time when he when he did this to me to hurt me. We don't do that. We get up and no matter how raggedy or jacked up the situation was or the person was, we get up and we immortalize them and put them in. Well, not everybody. That's what she's doing. She immortalizes him and he's forever in this capsule of perfection in her mind and so she talks about him so deeply and you can tell it's love or it's something 
don't know what it is, you guys. But, you know, um, but then she turns around with Will Smith and says, I don't know how to love. I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know if what she had for Tupac was love or infatuation or, you know, or what it was, you know, but she's saying now that she doesn't know how to love. And I, and I think what she's meaning to say is she doesn't know how to love him. Like, because she got pregnant and then the mom was, her mom was like, well, y'all need to get married. And then, you know, Jada just wanted to just be like, you know, don't have no big wedding and all this different stuff. But then her mom was like, hey, you're my own only child. And I want, you know, this for you. And she's like, I don't want that. I don't want that to Will. I don't want that to her mom. And then she finally gave in for her mom's benefit. It was not for even Will. It was for her mom's benefit that she had uh, went through with a big wedding. But it was never what she wanted, you guys. Never what she wanted. We need to start listening to people when they say, I don't want this. I don't want that. Because a lot of times they're telling you how they feel. And then when you push them to go beyond that, then what ends up happening is you're the one that ends up hurt. Because they never wanted it to begin with. You get what I'm saying? So that's what we're dealing with now. Will is going through all this hurt and pain, you know, with having to be in an open marriage that he never wanted. He never wanted an open marriage. Um, and he wanted to make sure that this marriage right here is very much so successful because the first one failed and he feels like a failure. If he, he you know, he's going to center his whole life around trying to make Jada happy and Jada's not easy to please. Jada, we don't know where her head is at. What, 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 what's going to make you happy? Every single thing that he's ever brought to her, the house was too big. She complained about the house. She didn't want the house. You know what I mean? Um, she complained about, you know, her 40th birthday party when he, you know, he wanted to, um, throw her a birthday party and he got all this footage, you guys, you know, of stuff like he went back and talked to people. He traced back, you know, her family lineage or whatever family tree back to um, the slaves and her ancestors and stuff. He got footage that she had never even seen from her grandmother or whatever, whatever. And, you know, they went to this disclosed, you know, location. She said that she didn't want a party. OK, I will say that. She did tell uh, Will, I don't want to party. I don't want to make a big deal out of this, 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 and that. Because I, I believe she was still mourning her. I think it was her grandmother. I would have to go back and read this book again. But, um, yeah, so it was like, um, it was, sorry, you guys, I just got a notification. Mm. Let me put that on vibrate. So, yeah, it was just like, you know. All these people that were there was watching his display of affection towards her and how he just wanted to, you know, do this and that, this big grandiose, this big grand thing for her. And the video was going and people were crying and women were like, oh, my goodness, um, I wish my husband would do stuff like that for me. And da 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 da. And it's just. She didn't say anything else. She didn't say anything. He finally asked, what's going on? What's up? 
She said that was the most disgusting display. The most disgusting display of ego that she's ever seen. She ain't appreciate it. Cancel every other plan that you have for me. I don't want it. Okay? I don't want it. So she said, I don't want it. What I'm seeing is, you know, and then there was another point in in the book where Jada just cried for, oh, I can't remember how long it was. Was it 30 days straight? I can't remember. She would just wake up and just cry all day, all day, all day, all day. She, what happened and the reason why I feel like we're seeing so much disrespect and dishonor coming from Jada is because she has signed up for a life she never wanted. Everything is just, I, I never wanted it. I never wanted it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. You know what I'm saying? She never wanted it. This was what he wanted. I believe that maybe they just got the wrong people. You get what I'm saying? Because the way that Will loves is a way that someone else would be in love with. And the way that Jada loves, which is this new, this, 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 not even new, it's not new, um, but this whole open marriage thing, this whole, you know, I describe things differently, this whole kind of witchy way that she goes about things. Somebody else, probably in another life, <laughs> could appreciate where she's coming from. Then others, I'm just playing when I say in another life, but you get what I'm saying. You get where I'm going with that. Um, I just feel like they got the wrong ones. I feel like now somebody posed the question, if she would have married Tupac, do you think she would have cheated on Tupac like this? I can't say. But the likelihood, I, I think she would have had more respect for him. I don't think she would be on a platform talking about how she's not happy and she needed to just feel something. She ain't felt nothing in so long and she just wanted to be happy and she wasn't happy and all this different stuff. I, I really do feel as though um, she really just, you know, it's just really hard to say with her, but. I feel like Will tried to make her into something that she's not. And probably a housewife is what he made her into. And she never wanted that life. You know, I believe she wanted children. I believe, you know, she wanted a significant other or others. But I don't feel like this conventional way, and she even said it herself, this conventional way of love was definitely not what she was looking for. It was not what she was looking for. Does that give her an excuse to act the way that she does? No, because you still went through with it. Do you get what I'm saying? You still went through with it, you know? Um, and so years later, you know, I think they're both just pent up and angry. They're both pent up and angry. He's mad that, you know, his idea of marriage is is not being, you know, um, walked out. You know what I mean? And her anger is coming from 
she never wanted this idea of marriage. And so I just think it's just a battlefield constantly with them. And they say they'll never get divorced. Um, but I feel like it's just this, this, this thing where they're just living in the same household. They're just, you know, deciding we just going to stay married for the, I don't know what it is, you know, but just staying married doesn't and and still doing the same things does not mean that that your marriage is successful you know but anyway i i see all this rage and all this hurt and all this disappointment in will will has always felt um based off of what he says he has always felt a sense of cowardness you know what I mean? He's always felt like he was a coward because he did not take up for his mother as a child when his father was beating the brakes off of her. Okay. So, you know, then you got Jada over here demeaning him constantly and talking about Pac, 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 and how Pac was this and Pac was that and Pac, 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 you know, because, uh, you know, She's from where she's from and she wants a more hood. You know what I mean? You could tell she wants a more hood something type of guy or whatever. And Will is more soft and Will is more about pleasing you. And what do you want? And Oh, I'm going to do this for her because it's just going to make her just so happy on the inside. Just constantly going out of his way, doing grandiose, you know what I mean? Just things, just trying to please this woman who seems... Like she's just not able to be pleased. And I feel like what it is, is that she just doesn't like Will very much. That's what it seems like to me. I could be wrong, but it just seems like she doesn't like him like that. She doesn't like him like that. You know, because even August is rough around the edges. If you go and listen to his story, he's rough around the edges, you know. And so she went and dealt with him, but something that someone else pointed out in a YouTube video, they said that, um, well, I remember the part in the video too, where she said that she was feeling very broken at that time. But then she goes on to also say that she was trying to heal August. Now, was that in the physical sense because he was sickly or were you trying to heal someone when you needed to be healed? How can you heal someone when you need to be healed? You get what I'm saying? It's crazy. Then she says you can't find happiness outside of yourself or in another person. But yet you went and cheated on Will to figure this out, you know, and and, and I don't think that it's it's anything that just stopped. I just, you know, this is just a very toxic, unhealthy, you know, marriage and and. Hey, we all have some type of something in our marriage that's not right. I mean, look at me and mine. Where is mine at? He ain't even here. My marriage was has definitely been toxic and still is. It's very much so. But this marriage here is toxic too. Between Will and Jada. It's toxic. And 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 they just need to stop talking about it to the world talk about it with each other and resolve it. You know what I'm saying? I see people, you know what I mean? Condemning him and saying, leave that be alone and this and that. That's his wife. You guys, that's his wife. But I do see that. Um, and see what people don't understand is this. Um, 
there is a covenant there. There's a covenant there. I believe there's somewhere in the Bible where someone made a covenant with someone he that he wasn't supposed to make a covenant with. But the thing about it is that covenant was still like honored. Like, okay, this is still a covenant. You made a covenant with a bad person, but this, this, you know, God still honored it. I'm trying to think of, of what that is. Let me see. Okay. I can't find anything on that. Um, I know I I've heard that before. I'm going to have to go and research that. And when I find it, let y'all know, or if y'all find it first, you know, inbox me on Instagram or somewhere, but, um, yeah, it's like <laughs> once a covenant has been made, what, what people don't understand is covenants are, are not meant to be broken. Why do people stand at the altar and say forever and ever, amen, <laughs> and then they come out on the other side and say, well, I don't want to do this anymore. Let's break this. Why did you say forever if you didn't mean forever? So when people look and be like, well, he just need to leave her and, and this and da, 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 da. I just, I disagree with that. Like, I don't know what she's going to do, but um, maybe you need to find God and pray about it. You get what I'm saying? And pray and pray and pray and pray and pray on that thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I found myself in something where I feel like um, there's times I look and I just be like, I ruined my life marrying him. I ruined my life. You know what I mean? I went through some very and am still going through some very, you know, crazy things. Based off the fact that I married this this man who wasn't for me. You get what I'm saying? And what I mean is not for me. He he doesn't love, he doesn't care for me the way that, that he's supposed to, according to the word of God. Does not. You get what I'm saying? Does not. Or else he'd be here. Come on. Or else he'd be here. So that's what I mean by for me. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't for me, you know, um, because quite frankly, you know, I look at it and I'm like, oh, so I was just a, a rebound. I was somebody to throw in your ex-wife's face. Like, see, look, I moved on first. Ha ha. You get what I'm saying? But still, I have to pray about what I've gotten myself into. Do you hear what I'm saying? I've got to pray over what I've gotten myself into. Hmm? That doesn't mean go break it even though I have, excuse me, I have every reason according to, you know, the world to break it. Hmm? It means that, okay, this is a covenant. I need to sit and pray about this and then I need to wait on God's you know what I mean answer or God's resolution or God's solution or God's you know making it better or whatever whatever people look at me like I'm crazy but it's a covenant we said those vows at the altar if you really believed that covenant was supposed to be broken you would look at the words that you say at the altar and be like, I'm not saying that. That's stupid. Why would why would I promise my forever to somebody when um they could mess up and do something stupid? 
they could do a, a deal breaker. I'm not saying none of that. I'm not saying none of that. You would be, you would say something like, I'm not saying none of that crap. It's bull crap. Who promises there forever to anybody? If you really thought that marriage was something that was meant to be broken, you, you would say, well, I'm doing my own vows. You get what I'm saying? You wouldn't come up with, you wouldn't come up and say these things as promising your forever. And, and, and you guys, and it's, and, and why, why would you need a witness? Why would you need witnesses? It's because, okay, you said this and, and other people heard you say it. It's just proof. Come on, man. People are looking at marriage as though it's supposed to be breakable and it's not. Or else you would not say the things that you said in order to be married. Some of you probably changed your, your vows and I understand that. Still does not change the fact that you married this person and the covenant is still there regardless of what you want to say. Regardless of what um, language you want to use, it's still a covenant. So, yeah, all these people who look at covenant as though, you know, hey, it can be we need to listen before we get married. We need to see the red flags. We need to see exactly what a person is saying before going into it. Because, baby, if you once you go into it, whew, it's going to have to be some deep prayer going on. If you saw the signs, I saw the signs and it didn't open up your eyes. You know, um, you've got some things to deal with, honey. Mm -hmm. That's why when people look at me and say, oh, you just going to stay in It's like, what else can I do but pray and ask God what? What's what? What's what? What, 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 what? You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like. There are times where I feel like, well, shoot, I'm just going to go ahead and nip this thing in the bud and move on. Covenant is the only thing that's holding me back, you guys. It's definitely not the way I've been treated. It's definitely not that I think that my husband is the most perfect, most greatest person in the world and I can't do better. That's definitely not what it is. It's covenant. And I respect that. You get what I'm saying? I respect that. I respect God. You know, I said what I said and I meant it. And I still mean everything I said to my husband. I still do love him. I still do. You get what I'm saying? Still do to this day. Now, do I feel giddy, giddy gumdrops when I think about him? No, <laughs> I'd be a liar if I said that. There have been times where I really was feeling that way. But at this point in my life, even after he left, but at this point in my life, no, I don't feel giddy when I think of him. He's been gone too long. It's just it's been almost two years in, a, in, a, in, in, a, in three more months. It's been two years and three months. In three more months, it will mark the two year mark that he left me. Do I feel giddy no do i feel happy when i think of him no do i feel heartbroken sometimes when i think of him yes do i feel regret when i think of him sometimes yes but does that give me the right to be like 
this is over. <laughs> Not by God, it doesn't. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So people can look at me and they can say I'm stupid, dumb, whatever you want to say. I'm following what the word of God says. And covenant is one of those things that doesn't change regardless of the time. You know, we, 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 we seem to think that as time goes on, things change because the time has changed. Covenant is one of those things that was never meant to change due to the times or the, or the date. It's one of those forever and ever. Amen. Forever and ever. Amen. Amen. That's the end of it. Forever and ever. Amen. That's what it is. But people feel like for now. Till you get on my nerves. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> For now till you get on my nerves. Then you got to go. Because you're on my nerves. That's a deal breaker. I'm out. That's a deal breaker. That's <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's how people do breaker. You know what I'm saying? And it's Till death do us part. Amen. You know? Till death do us part. Amen. That's what it is. That's what it is. But yeah. I looked at God the other day. Ooh, on Sunday I said, God, I made a mistake. I ruined my life. Ooh, but I know you give beauty for ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, peace for despair. You give beauty for ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, peace for despair. And I've got to see this thing through. <sighs> I can't say nothing to anybody else that I'm not doing myself. You know, I can't. I can't preach. Oh, you stay in that marriage show. And I'm over here. Um, just throwing mine to the wind. You know? And y'all know what throwing caution to the wind means, right? It means to stop being careful and do something that is dangerous or that might result in failure. Um, 
I am. <laughs> I just, I am trying to be careful in this thing that I've gotten myself into. That I've gotten myself into. And I did throw caution to the wind when I married my husband in, in the short amount of time that I did. I did. That's what I did. I threw my caution to the wind. Yep. That's what I did. <laughs> it sucks. But it is what it is. It sucks. It sucks waiting. I know, you know, people can make it out as though, no, just waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. This is fun. It's not. It's not fun. Waiting on the Lord, because in the meantime, in between time, you're sitting here feeling stupid, looking stupid. You know what I mean? Like, gosh, dog, when is it going to let up? And then eventually you just get to the point where you're just like, it ain't happened yet, so it ain't going to. And I'm moving on. I'm moving on. No, you sit your tail down somewhere, okay? Moving on. Come on, no, no, no. Sit your tail down somewhere. Let God work it out. Because what does the word of God says? The, the word of God says, vengeance is mine. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. It's not for us to go out here and try to get revenge. It's not for us to go out here and 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 try to do something to change it and 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 make a different result. That's just just not for us, baby. It's not. It's not for us. Okay. So yeah. Like I was saying in the beginning of this um, episode is I was definitely not um, surprised when Will did what he did because I read the book and I know Will is really hurting. Does that excuse his actions? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, you keep your hands to yourself, okay? You know, something that made me... Look at Will and say, no, no, bruh, no, no, shut it up. Was when he stood up to receive his award. And one of the things that he's talked about was love and how he's being called to protect people in this time in his life. And how, um, you know, um, how people expect you to sit back and take disrespect and and, and go on, which you do, you know what I'm saying? Just keep taking it and taking it. But yet he inflicted the same thing upon, you know, um, Chris that he says that he's had to endure, which is disrespect. You know, and he talked about his love walking, how he just wants to love. But slapping somebody ain't love. Let's just be real. Slapping somebody is the opposite of love. Hmm? 
if we were to look at either one of them and say who acted in love and who acted in hatred, it looks like Chris acted more in love because even when the police came, he said he didn't want to press charges. And he kind of turned his other cheek like, huh, okay. People might look at that like that was a punk move, but, you know, it, he was shocked, first of all. And second of all, he's just like, okay, I understand. He he mad. Okay, I said, I, okay, maybe it was a low blow for him, you know. I'm going to let that slide. That was the right thing to do. Even though a lot of our reflexes would have had us do something different. But that's what the word of God says. Turn the other cheek. And he did that. Now, am I saying Chris Rock is a righteous man? Absolutely not. Huh? Don't get it twisted. Okay. But, you know. It is what it is, man. It's just a lot going on. A lot of people speculating, saying whatever. And I just didn't want to come in here and just, you know, do the same. But um, I know based off of his book, that's the reason why I was not surprised. I was like, yep, he's still trying to prove himself. Jada's still over here talking about a man who's dead, that she's immortalized in her mind. You know what I mean? He He'll never measure up. He said it in his book that he that that he was that he's been jealous of of this other man who is dead. Who is dead? He didn't even speak. He was in he's been in, in rooms with Tupac before and didn't even speak. Because he was so mad at how how much his wife pumped this man up. You know, so he already feels like a coward. He already feels like this and that. And then you go and and make this man the most hood something in your mind, your hero and all this different stuff. You know what I mean? But your husband, anything that he does for you, I don't want it. Why we got to do that? Oh, that's your ego. Oh, that's your, this is, yeah, yeah. But you're scarring his ego and jacking his ego up in front of the world, saying that, that that you needed to just feel something as though you didn't feel anything with your husband. You just needed to feel good and you hadn't felt good in so long as though your husband has never made you feel good. That you don't know how to love. You know, and that's what you're struggling with after all these years in marriage. You still don't know how to love. When you clearly showed a certain amount of so-called love towards this man who you've immortalized in your mind. We've got to be careful when we're in these marriages and we're saying things to our spouse that affects them. That affects them. And if Jada never wanted to go through that, she shouldn't have went through it for her mother. She shouldn't have went through it, not even for Will. Because you have a right before you make that covenant to walk off and be like, this ain't for me. You have a right to do that. She had every right to do that before. Like, nah, you ain't Tupac. You not like Tupac. I'm good. You know? Y'all, and I am at work, so if y'all hear the click like on my mouse... Rolling in my chair, tapping on keys, squeakiness of my chair, then you know what's up. But anyway, I'm going to get off of here right now. Um, if y'all haven't read his book, go read his book. It'll help you understand some things about the marriage and how he feels and different things like that. It might also help you realize some things about your own uh, marriage uh, or your own spouse. You never know. 
Um, now, I will warn you, it does have profanity in it. Um, but yeah, yeah, you'll gain some type of clarity and understanding about his, you know, that's if you're, if you're curious, if that's what you, if you're curious enough, the book will shed light on a lot of things and, and his instinct to laugh in uncomfortable situations, you know, and how much Jada is basically controlling the whole relationship and pulling all the strings is whatever Jada wants. Whatever Jada wants, hey, Jada gets. And little man, little Jada wants this and this and this, not this. But anyway, all right, I'm going to get off of here, y'all, because I got to go finish working. But thank y'all so much for coming and listening to another episode of the Marriage Chronicles in Season 6. I appreciate every last one of y'all. We have well gotten over um, a thousand, you know, uh, views and everything. So I appreciate every single last one of y'all. Uh, and, um, remember to keep your attitudes in check. Uh, don't go around smacking people. Okay. That's not God-like. All right. Don't go around smacking people and don't give people reasons to smack you. Cause that's not God-like either. So, all right, y'all. Thank you so much for coming and listening. I appreciate everyone. Last one of you know that God loves you too. God loves you and I love you too. Until the next time. Peace. Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.